Hello, my friend. I hope you're having an amazing week thus far. If you are a new listener to the podcast, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I mean, I appreciate, of course, like my my OG listeners, but I have a lot of new listeners and I'm so thankful. I love doing this. I love having the podcast as a way to connect with other people. It it really does mean so much to me. And the reason that I'm mentioning this is because I will be leaving later today to road trip to Arizona. Um, I will be going to see my mom and there probably won't be some new episodes for some time. So I thought this would be a good opportunity to share some throwback episodes. Episodes that I loved recording that are from back in the day. And if you are an OG listener, then this is an opportunity for you to listen and maybe gain some additional insight from a throwback episode. And if you are a new listener, I I thought that this was a great way to expose you (laughs) to some of my older content. And the episode that I'm going to be sharing with you here is the one where she talks about Candace Cameron Bure's curling wand. And this was actually one of my most popular episodes. And I would love for you to give it a listen. And I would also love to know your thoughts afterwards. Hello, friends, and welcome to another bite-sized edition of Awaken the Extraordinary. I really appreciate you being here, and um, this episode is probably going to be very random, more random than some of my other musings, but something happened yesterday, and it just made me start thinking. And then I was talking to my husband about it this morning and I said, you know what? This might be a bite-sized edition. So here it is. I had nothing planned for uh, tomorrow, which is the day this is, this episode is airing. I had nothing planned anyway. So uh, why not pop on and record something really quick? So if you know me, or if you've paid attention to little hints that I've dropped, I am a Hallmark fan. I love Hallmark movies. They make me feel good. I love them at Christmas time. I love counting how many times they refer to hot cocoa in the movie. Um, my dream is to live in a Hallmark Christmas town. I actually did mention that in, in an earlier podcast. Um, and I think that they're actually really inspiring. I think that you know, they encourage people to go after their dreams and follow their hearts. And I don't see how that's a bad thing at all. So we have Hallmark and then, you know, I am a child of the eighties. I grew up watching full house, then later fuller house. And if you put the two of these together, you know, that I'm probably going somewhere that involves Candace Cameron beret and you would be correct. So I follow Candace Cameron on Instagram and I feel a little bad for her because she can post the most 
simple photo and people are so quick to weigh in with their opinions and their thoughts and the stories that they choose to tell themselves about what she is posting. And, uh, there was one photo she posted recently where she and her family attended a wedding and she and her daughter were wearing red. And then my husband said, Oh, did you see, you know, Candace Cameron made headlines. I'm like, for what? And he's like some wedding photo she posted. (laughs) I said, I've seen those wedding photos. Like, what was it about? Well, I guess there was a big hullabaloo. I have no idea why I said that word. It just came to mind. Um, but there was this big hullabaloo. I don't even know if I'm using it correctly about the fact that she and her daughter wore red dresses to a wedding. And I was like, yeah, I noticed the red dresses. I thought they both looked amazing. They were dressed very similarly. And I was just thinking, well, the holiday season is approaching. Maybe it was just kind of like a theme, like I, I literally didn't think really anything about it. So I guess people were all up in arms about the fact that she wore red to the wedding. And then I think like her husband and one of her sons were wearing suits and the pants go to the ankles and then they're wearing loafers. And I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping for like the stink factor here. I'm really hoping no show socks and people went off about them not wearing socks. And I told my husband, I said, well, like on, on the episode of like the bachelorette with, um, Taisha or Taisha, I never pronounce her name correctly. Um, I could, when I was watching the show, but it's been a while. Um, I was like the guys, I remember that. And I was like, clearly I'm not on trend here (laughs) because they aren't wearing socks. But I just was like, okay, well, they're not wearing socks. That's not that seriously, that's not a big deal. Like, I don't know why that's something to get so upset about. And that was just a couple of weeks ago. So the other day she posted something and she asked the the viewers, you know, do you want to see a video about how I curl my hair? Because I guess she was getting a lot of questions about how she curled her hair. And I guess she decided to post a video. So I saw the video yesterday. I mean, I watched like a minute or so of it and I was like, okay, she has no, she has no secret. It's really how I curl my hair. I section it off and I curl it and I didn't think anything of it. But then for some reason I started scrolling through the comments and people were so mean. And, you know, people were giving her a hard time about the fact that when she started the video, part of her hair was curled and I'm like, why, why is that a big deal? Like she probably started recording after she started curling her hair, you know, maybe she thought, oh, Hey, I should hit record and hit record. I don't know, like a human, you know, maybe not have everything fully orchestrated and planned. So people were upset about that. They're like, oh, it'd be really nice if we could see this with your hair straight. Like they were just so snarky and I'm like, what is happening? And then it moved on to the curling wand that she used. And she just said to me very nonchalantly, like this is a, this is a Dyson blah, blah, blah. And she said, you know, this is not a paid ad for whatever this is. 
I thought nothing of it. I was like, okay, like it's Dyson, like, cool. Do they literally make everything? Um, And the comments about the curling wand and how much it cost, because I didn't look it up, but according to the comments, it's between five and $700. So the comments were just so rude. People were just saying like, oh my gosh, you know, why don't you know your audience? People, most of the people here cannot afford a $500 curling wand. It really seems like you're bragging to me. And it just went on and on. And then women were commenting with each other and it was very mean girls. Like it was just very disturbing to me. And, um, I was like this, this poor woman, man, like literally anything she does is so scrutinized and is taken in such a negative way. And I get that when you're a celebrity, there is a certain level of, I guess, criticism that you, you know, you were going to be the recipient of because people feel obliged to weigh in on what you do. Like I get it, but I was just like, wow, there, these people are just getting so worked up about the cost of a curling iron. And there were a couple people that were just like, yeah, you know, I have it and I actually got it on QVC and I can make payments on it. And it's really great. And, you know, and I chimed in and I said, I have a curling wand that's like a hundred dollars. And I'm sure that there are plenty of tools in every price range that are effective. This is what she happened to use. Like, I don't see the big deal. And so then I really started thinking about the people that were responding with such like negativity and just kind of that, like, must be nice mentality must be nice to have that much money. And maybe I'm stereotyping here, but I'm like, she, I mean, her net worth is in the millions. I have a very weird fascination with knowing celebrities net worth. (laughs) That is, that is a question I frequently ask Alexa, but, um, like she's worth millions. Right. And I don't know. I'm not surprised that she owns a curling wand that's like between five and $700. I would be surprised if she owned like a $30 curling wand from Conair, you know? And I was just so intrigued by how upset people were. And when I watched the video, I didn't feel like she came across as bragging at all. I feel like it was very matter of fact, like this is what I use And then she proceeded to show everybody how she curled her hair. And then I thought back to how I may have responded, like what type of reaction that would have elicited me from me a couple of years ago. And I probably would have been one of those people that had that must be nice mentality that was probably coming from a place where I 
I didn't feel good enough. And I felt less than because financially at that time, I wasn't able to afford that. I don't have that perspective now, but in learning a lot about scarcity versus abundance mindset, scarcity, meaning there's not enough of the good stuff to go around. And to me, like you kind of have, although I love him to me, kind of like that Eeyore mentality and abundance, meaning there's more than enough good stuff to go around. And just because Candace Cameron has a $500 curling wand doesn't mean that I can't have one if I want it. And just because Candace Cameron has one doesn't mean that I'm any less because I don't have one, because I can tell you, I would not choose to spend five to $700 on a curling wand. That's just not where I right now would choose to spend my money. But I look at her and I'm like, good for you. Like you have enough money that that makes sense for you. And it's your money and you want to do whatever you want with it. Like if you want to spend $2,000 on a diamond encrusted curling wand, more power to you. It's a completely different perspective. And it's a huge shift in just the mindset and the scarcity versus abundance. And that was something that a year ago, I probably didn't even know about, but in a lot of like the, the books that I've been reading and the podcasts I've been listening to and the classes that I've been taking, it really has made a huge impact on me and how I perceive the world. Like, I'm really not jealous that Candace Cameron has a $500 curling wand and it doesn't mean anything about me that I don't have one unless I make it mean something about me. And so when I was looking at all of these, just really, I mean, honestly, like catty mean girl comments, like it made me feel really bad for those people. Um, because I'm, I was just thinking, okay, like you can, you can have different priorities in terms of how you spend your money, but why give someone a hard time because they're choosing to spend their money a certain way. Like, and then I'm just thinking, why just be so mean about it? And to me, ultimately what it comes down to is the story they tell themselves about why they can't have it or why they don't have it and how that's affecting them. And I think many of them, likely don't even have that level of self-awareness. And like I said, if I were to go back a couple of years, I would have probably been in the same boat. And it's just, I've, I've seen it. I've, I've felt it. Um, just seeing like people I know do things that I wish I could do or achieving something in their life that I want to do. And in the past, I used to be jealous. And it's not to say that I don't have those, those feelings occasionally because I do, 
but it's like, when I feel that it just like instantly switches because I then think, well, am I jealous? And if I'm jealous, like, what is that really about? Because that's not about this other person. It's about me. And it just becomes really interesting when you start peeling the layers away, when something elicits a particular reaction from you. And so just watching all of that unfold, and I feel like I reference it a lot, like that, that meme, that Michael Jackson thriller meme, where he's just sitting in the movie theater with the popcorn. I kind of felt like that, but I was just like, this is so interesting because I feel like it's so obvious, at least to me, that these women are operating from a place of scarcity and how they feel about themselves and someone having something that they feel is unattainable is really dictating how they're showing up in this particular situation. And it just made me sad and it hurt me because these women can have whatever they want. They just have to believe that they can and okay. Yeah. Tomorrow, maybe they, they can't go out and buy the Dyson wand for $700, but the starting point is believing that they can. And also realizing that because they don't have it right now, it doesn't mean anything about them. And it doesn't mean anything about their level of worth. And so it, it really made me think about just how we as women I feel have been conditioned to respond to one another. And the majority of my life, I have not been surrounded by women who have supported each other, who have encouraged each other, who have lifted each other up. It's primarily been about competition. And if, if she's pretty, then that means I'm not like if she's super fit, well, then that means that I'm not. If all the guys like her, that means no guy is going to like me. It's like this, this all or nothing. And it's like, that's not how it really is. What if we just accepted that we're all amazing, that we can all have whatever we want. What, what would be possible for us? If that was the mindset that we had, if instead of being jealous because someone had something or someone attained a certain status, you know, let's say in their job or, or whatever their goal is in terms of like a career. What if instead of feeling threatened and jealous about that, we celebrated them and use that to inspire us, to show us what was possible for us. And I never thought that watching an Instagram post from Candace Cameron about how she curled her hair would turn into this, but just seeing these women just be the epitome of mean girls, it was really disheartening because I believe as women, we can have whatever life we want. And just because another woman has something doesn't mean that we can't have it. We should be inspiring each other. We should be lifting each other up. We should be celebrating each other, not tearing each other down and not making something that has nothing to do with us about us because that's what 
I feel like those women were doing. She has a $500 curling wand. So what? Cool. Okay. And that's great. Good for her. She likes it. Cool. Like moving on. And again, I wanted to, to bring it up to show you like two years ago, my mindset would have been totally different, but I've grown and I've evolved and I think I've healed. And I think that that's just, I feel like that's so key in us helping each other be the women that we were created to be. And so this was just on my mind and on my heart, and I wanted to pop on and share it. And I hope that the next time you see someone doing something amazing, whether it's starting her own business, whether it's buying a $500 curling wand that maybe she's wanted for a long time, maybe it's a friend who's choosing to leave an abusive relationship. Let's celebrate all of those things instead of finding ways to bring each other down. What if we spent that energy on lifting each other up? I think that's more fun and it feels better. So like I said, the next time you see someone doing something amazing, celebrate it, acknowledge it because that's, that's where the magic lies. And that's so powerful and women are total badasses and it's time that we started acting like it. So that is my bite-sized edition for today. I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) And if you didn't, I hope, uh, I hope you still come back (laughs) anyway. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. And uh, I hope you all have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.